What's going on, homies, homeskies, peeps alike? Welcome, everybody, to Shut Up, Let's Talk, episode 63. My name is Alzar, joined along here with tattoo artist Churo. What's going on, guys? I like the name, man. Yeah? Where did the name come from? The name came from because I could not pronounce my middle name. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it goes because I had a family member decided to go ahead and make fun of it and then change it to that. But uh, my middle name, to everybody who is Hispanic, is Arthur, but you, how you say in Spanish is Arturo. Oh. So I couldn't say Arturo. I said Arturo. <laughs> and Lord, we know I got a family member that just kept saying, Churro! That's amazing. Lo- next thing you know, it's stuck. And I said, I don't think there's many tattoo artists that are named after Churro. So. I mean, I think that was one of the best jokes in Rugrats was the fact that they would try to say words, but they would say something similar. So yeah, I think that was change good. it all up together. Yeah, man. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out tonight on episode 63, guys. I hope you guys like the new little banner that we got going on on the bottom of the uh, of the show and the new extra fat logo down there. Hmm. Uh, anyway, folks, today, guys, we're talking about tattoos, man. You're a tattoo artist, bro. Yeah, you man. got some nice ones on you right now. Thank you, bro. I'm seeing, man. What is that, what is that creature you have there? Is that uh, like a that tremors would, thing? No, actually, okay, so this sleeve that I have here, uh, black and gray. It's low? Super low. Oh, give me one Whoa. second, folks. My Te- microphone is... Technical difficulties. Yeah. How'd that happen? Okay, okay, okay. Um, This is what happens when you get new mics, but the old mics and hopefully... Yeah, we've been dealing with some microphone issues lately, guys. It's unbelievable. Hmm. Uh, give me one second, folks. My microphone is... Sound pretty clear here. Yeah. How'd that happen? Okay, okay, okay. You had fixed it already. No. Um, no? No, I didn't do anything. Sorry, guys. Sorry guys, we were getting we were, the, the 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 stage hand, <laughs> the lovely Claudia. The stage hand. It was letting, one stage hand. Was letting me know. Was letting me know that the audio was low, which which does happen quite often. So anyway, as long as we're good, what's going on, Daniel? Hanging out in the chat tonight. Hope everybody's having a good Wednesday so far. Good week so Cheers. far. Tattoos, man. How long yeah. you been? How long you been tattooing, dude? Not actually that long. I've been tattooing for at least close to two years now. Wow, very cool, man. What yeah, you, man. That, that's awesome. I, I didn't know it was that recent, actually. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like that. If you look at, we're gonna we're gonna plug the, uh, Churro's uh, Instagram later, which has all your, it's like your portfolio. Basically, basically. yeah, that's all I used to go ahead. I it's mean, Facebook has some things, but it, Instagram is the biggest like social media attention horse. Social media is really everybody's business card these days. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know is. what? Actually, you know what? In reality, I think your website, right? If anybody has a website that they for themselves, I think that's your business card because nobody goes there, but it's good to have one. Yeah. You know? Like most of the time, they'll probably just check your social. I've media had a account. lot of customers that go there and they ask, like, "Oh, you have like, you know, like more." Mo- most of what they ask is basically, if you have it in front of you?" Mm. You know. Yeah. And that's usually the most difficult thing to do because really, I don't feel like printing. Wasting money on prints, it's a hassle. So, what's the easiest thing to do? Take a picture. Nah, man, it's, and it's the fastest way, right? Oh, for and sure. I think everybody wants convenience, right? I think that's the that's the one thing that annoys everybody about actual business cards is the fact that like they're inconvenient to carry. They just you know they, they, so they, they nice. make your wallet fat. You know, you end they up with nice, that, that man. the pocket, <laughs> the, 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 fat <laughs> the fat pocket. pocket. Yeah, like with twenty no of money. them, twenty of them they don't even use for no apparent yeah. reason. <laughs> no, no cash, but just business cards. My God, it's horrible. Man. Uh, Anyway, man, so what's your favorite part about tattooing so far, man? What's going on? Kendry hanging out in the chat tonight. What's going uh, on, my favorite part about tattooing, man? I got to say it's the customers. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's you know, probably it's, the coolest it's, answer. It's not even the designs that I make. It's not even, you know, whatever I create, you know, because that's, that's always awesome. But what it is is when I get to actually sit down and it's almost like a therapy session, you know, in some weird yes. way. 
You know, because I can sit down, we talk about anything. You can open up to me. I've had people open up about their past, what they want to do, their loved ones. There's a cat trying to bite my ass. <laughs> <It's a> cat. <laughs> my, my cat is my cat is making moves right yeah, now. Man, I, gotta, no, I, gotta, I, I might have to oof. remove him. I'm kind of scared now. He's touching me in inappropriate ways. No, he went outside. Is he? Oh, okay. Uh, um, but, yeah, no, that's basically <laughs> the main thing, man. It's just the whole idea of, you know, connecting with the customer. And it makes my day going back home. A little bit easier because you can go ahead and love tattooing and go home and say you're going to go ahead and draw again. Bullshit. <laughs> it's like anybody that loves computers and you work with computers. Yeah, you don't want to take your work home at some point, right? I mean, especially if you – that's the one thing, and that's a good point you bring up is the fact that, like, maybe, you know, doing all the work. Like, your job is to draw and to try to stay creative yes. and stuff. So when you go home, that's probably your getaway. Yeah, Come I basically on. take the whole day to just – do whatever I need to do, errands, or just unwind, turn off the phone. How long do typical sessions take? All depends on the yeah. tattoo. You know, you can you can have like four to five in one day. You can have a sixteen-hour session in one day. Usually, those are big pieces. But here's an interesting question: I've never asked anybody. What's Ooh. the most common place somebody gets a tattoo? Wrist, like most people. The wrist? Yeah, man. Oh. I w- I would say wrist. Uh, if you're trying to show it, if you're not trying to show it, it's got to be your chest, well, like you right know- there in the clavicle area. You know what's crazy? Um, I was actually, before today's episode, I was trying to, I was listening to a documentary about uh, about tattoos mm. and like their history and stuff like that. And it was really cool because they were talking about how, when you say it's the most popular place, uh, tattoos, a lot of the time they originate, not originated, but in, in their origin, mm. the early Christians actually would get tattoos uh, of the cross on their wrists and they would mm. hide it from the Romans. Right. And if they were, and that was a big deal because if the Romans, if somebody ever saw one, they could, they would kill you over it, you know? So yeah, it was, was like using code or something to yeah, hide who they were. You know, so very interesting that, 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 you know, that's part of the origin of it, but, but right. that's actually the most, it's the most popular tattoo for, that you've seen because of its discretion probably. Right. So that, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a popular place to get it and a popular place to get it covered up. <laughs> uh, how many, have Ooh. you ever... Have you? How many? What's the cover-up job like for you? How many, have you done? Any it, of those? Yeah, I've done a couple already, and they're super, super difficult to do. Uh, anybody who is a cover-up tattoo artist, yeah, that fucking prophecy on. Because <laughs> you have any before and afters on your page? Uh, on my page, no, I don't have any because uh, I'm still working on them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you're still doing? Oh damn. Yeah, they they the last two have been a complete mission. I have one that was uh, they had it completely black, solid, and. That's the issue with a lot of cover-ups. Some people, they'll get tattoos, and they hate it so much. It's because they're so bumped out. Like, you ever see, like, somebody get, like, a little tiny cross a couple of years later? It's, like, huge and thick for no apparent reason. <laughs> so. It's like it's like a magic marker when it, like, when yes. you write with it. It's, it, like, <laughs> like smudges. <spreads>. Yes. <laughs> so that happens to a lot of people. And then when they want to come in and get it covered up, they have not done the biggest thing they should do, which is basically get it, like, lasered. A little bit. Ah, uh, okay. You know, because the lighter it is, the easier it is to cover it up. The like, darker it is, <laughs> yeah. you're looking at a big black stain on you, if you're asking me. That makes sense, man. So, yeah, no, the last couple cover-ups I've had to do, I've had to go ahead and go back into them again just to, you know, make the color that's standing on top of it solid and it doesn't show the old tattoo. Wow, man. Which that's is, intense, it's man. super It's super difficult because you could either do black and gray or you could do color. And when you do color, it's a little bit more difficult than black and gray because black and gray, you just black it out. Yeah, color you have to like you have to find like if it's a red i get like the darkest red and oh yeah yeah because you you have to work around it you have to turn it into like a shade or like a gradient or something yes probably yes wow man so i mean what's the what's the 
if you don't mind, you know, I don't know if it goes against your confidentiality, mm-hmm. but uh, what's what's one of the funniest or worst cover-ups that you've had to do? Oh, man, actually, I have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened recently, too. So this girl had a, I'm not going to say names, but this this client of mine, she had a, a giant black cross. I'm talking, it was probably like... Yay big on the wrist going down, you know, like that. And she hated it because it was a she cover. The Christians we were talking about. In, Dude, in, in, in she in sounds like one example. of them. But the worst part is she had it, she had it like how I had it on my finger, which is very super tiny and thin. Okay. And then she wanted to make it bigger. So she went ahead and got that covered up with a bigger cross. What? So at the end of the day, she ended up having a cross and it had little tiny vines on it too. Don't ask me what was the meaning behind the vines but she had little tiny vines and super tiny flowers on it that faded out blew up and everything like the, her tattoo was popping from the skin it looked like uh yeah it looked like she had some burnt there Whoa. yeah so covering that up was a mission that wasn't the funny part here's the punchliner <laughs> dude she had a panic attack while i was doing the tattoo why and how what uh she was concerned that the tattoo was still gonna show which, obviously, you advise a person who's getting a cover-up, you might see it, not only because you've had this tattoo on you for God knows how long. What does she want it covered up as? Oh, she ha- she asked for a cherry blossom. Yeah. Sorry, the, I didn't mean to just go quiet there, but she wanted to cover up a cross with vines with a cherry blossom. Yep. And all color. Oh, my God. Mind you, which would have been a cool idea, but the... Um, the design that she had originally thought in her head, she thought was going to be like the, I guess the branch of the cherry blossom, to be completely black. Oh my god! Which if you if anybody knows, they're not black, but it's you know it's like a dark brown. You can use that. So what? Just what I, I tried doing, and when I did the dark brown, she freaked the fuck out. Oh no! She had a panic attack right there. She's like, "It's not coming up," and I'm looking at her like, "Oh my god!" I'm I don't know what to say, boss. Boss, somebody come here. Yeah, come here and talk to this girl because she's my supervisor. Real she, quick. Yeah, because yeah, she's For about real. she's about that. She, she looked like she was about to die, and it wasn't just. And you have, I mean, I get her because it was the mixture between the pain that she had to go through. Because yeah. when you cover something up, you're not doing just the same size of the, ta- of the tattoo. You're doing it a lot bigger than what's supposed to be. Yeah. So her little cross that was on her wrist, or her thick one, was uh probably half her arm now. The magic marker. Yeah. So oh, man. she had a panic attack and she almost passed out. She turned white and everything. No. Whoa, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. And I, I had to like stop, take a little break, let her settle in on the idea of just making the whole thing black, like the branch and everything. Yeah. And just sitting on that. But that's one thing. I, I, I It's it's a funny story because of how I see her face. She was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. You know, and I've never had anybody had a panic attack. That's intense, dude. During the tattoo. Because usually, you know, you would be smart about it. Like, not at the end of the tattoo when it's almost done to go ahead and be like, I don't like it. Yeah. Which makes no sense if during the whole process you would stop and be like, do you like it? Do you like it? I mean, it's a cover-up job that's already so difficult. I mean, but you know what, though? I guess this is a lesson to take home for everybody. If you guys want to get your tattoos covered up, think of better ideas than, than you know, the the a, a very light flower. <laughs> like a, a pink flower. No, yeah. Go dark. Go big. That's... It's intense, man. Listen, that's the best advice I can give anybody who wants to get a cover or just be smart. Have you ever gotten any name tattoo requests? Oh man, I had one. So this that's intense. This and it's actually I don't know if you want to consider a cover up, but it, it shows you the mind state of a lot of people nowadays. Lady comes in and she has, she wants to get a name tattooed above her, uh, above her pelvis. Okay. Um, 
she shows us, you know, the area, and she tells us that she had a name there before. It was completely lasered off. But you still see the specs of the laser, like some of the locations. It's not 100% gone, but it's, you could tell. Visible. So we asked her, you know, what was this? And she said it was a name. And then we asked her, what do you want to get there? She's like, I want to get another name. Oh, my God. Usually those name tattoos are significant others. Yeah. And usually those name tattoos are the first ones that get covered up. Don't do it. It's bad luck. I've or seen Get a it. symbol. Get a symbol. Yeah, no, just get it. Hey, get a <laughs> yeah. symbol. Get a cross. Yeah. Get something if, you, if, if you're going to say it's for somebody else, because then you can say it's for something else. Be like a horoscope. Be extremely generalizing. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, you know, use a symbol. Uh, cover today's, happiness. Today's month, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and get a triangle just for no reason. Get a smiley face. That, that says it all. <laughs> I had a guy got one of those faces. Oh, dude. He got the blank straight face. Oh, like the yellow, the straight. Yeah, yeah the, like the the classic yellow smiley, the the Walmart sticker they used yes, to put on you back. Yes, yes. He got that, just the outline of it. He got the very like straight blank face, the one that's like, really, nigga. <laughs> you know what happened with those Walmart stickers, man? I miss those things in my Dude, life, right? I haven't been I to go to Walmart more if they had. Do you really? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I was about to say. I, I haven't got the Walmart and. I live next to one, so I, I do go there pretty often. Oh, but Target is better. Everybody knows that. Yep. Man, Target. It depends on what you're buying. If I'm buying household things, Wally World. If I'm buying, if I if I'm even looking at a T-shirt, it's got to be from Target because they actually last. Like yeah, Walmart no. shirts don't last, man. They got better quality. That's what it is. They just else. do, right? They're, they're just more comfortable, right? Anyway, folks, tattoos, man. So you know what? It's interesting that when I was looking at the history of tattoos. Mm. It goes all the way back to the ancient Egyptians, mm. which I'm sure they go back even more, further, than further, that. yeah, further than that. For which sure. they did say, and somebody was actually somebody put it in some good perspective. They were saying that it's interesting that the first caveman mm. must have thought, "Wow, like cutting cutting the skin," because back in the day they used to cut the skin and put charcoal in there. Kind of sounds like something that we still do now. With- yeah. There you go. There's there is a practice that does something similar to that, like but. the Polynesian style. Type no, of no, no. It's 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 part of the world. I don't want to say of tattooing, but you know when you go to those conventions and everything, you see all these things coming like body, yeah. mo- body modifications. I guess like that. Yeah, true. Because tattoos are considered nowadays a body modification. You're, I guess. I mean, it kind of is. You know, it's it? it's not the rarest. It's not the craziest one that you've seen, but there is one that's called scarification. Yes. Sounds like a red. Album name like for like death a rock, metal. death metal rock band <laughs> yeah. in Spain, yeah. So it basically it's the same concept the caveman did. They went ahead and they cut some symbol into your body, and they went and, and instead of this way putting charcoal, we just let it heal. But they cut your open the symbol or whatever it is, and they'll go ahead and they let that heal, and it looks like a scar. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's the weir- I find it. I find it weird. And I fun. thought glow in the dark tattoos were kind of goofy. They still are. <laughs> they are kind of glow in the dark tattoos is like early two thousands. Yes. You know, uh, oh yeah. Tell me why do we build castles in the sky? Type <laughs> like you know, like you must have you must have been dancing to that at the club <laughs> if you have a glow in the dark tattoo. Yeah, Holy shit! But um, tattoos. Yeah, it was a really interesting history that I read about it, man, or that I was listening to from earlier the today. Yeah. Uh, started from the cavemen, uh, cave people. Mm. They went into the ancient Egyptians and how uh, certain like the higher the higher ups, you know, the 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 royalties. They used to get, they would get buried, and they would get buried, I, I gotta remember it correctly, but they used to get buried with tattoos so that they would go into the afterlife, right? Mm. And uh, these women would get tattooed and, and sacrificed almost, right? Okay. With tattoos on them, and these would be the women that accompany these like Men. royalty people yeah, royalty. to the afterlife. Okay. And 
basically give them sex into the afterlife, and that's how they get welcomed what's, into the what, afterlife. What's with everything in these like sex things? After uh, they they tried to, you know, what history tries to sneak that shit in there, no matter where they go, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like you know, we did all this, and there was sex. Right. Sex made it happen. That, that's all. That's on the end of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know what's funny? Uh, me and the lovely Claudia the other day, we just watched a. Uh, uh, Netflix special uh, Latin history for morons mm. uh, by John Leguizamo and in, in there you know he says the whole the history of everything almost was because people wanted to take over land and basically just kind of rape everybody and just kind of take over you know they just took over and, they, and that's what they did sounds pretty right to me you know and when you think back to it it's like even with tattoos and stuff they would you know think about the fact that they're sacrificing people you know and putting tattoos on them and it's it's interesting because later on when you you know fast forward into history a little bit further mm. And you have the 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 Europeans, the old the older Europeans. Right. I don't know what time period, but they were uh, they were talking to the Polynesian. They were they met the Polynesians who mm. had tattoos. Right. And those are all like the tribal uh, island type tattoos that you see, like that look like the the Samoans and all that kind of yes, stuff. Yes. Yes. Um. Anyway, the Polynesian tattoos. Yeah, they actually started getting tattoos because of them and then they they had a weird the europeans had a weird contest where they would actually go around and kill polynesians and take their heads back and they would trade them for guns and that became a thing is trading like a tattooed head and then you six heads of this polynesian man for two of your rifles i like that, the way it sounds <laughs> that that's literally how it jesus was. And not even kidding you the way you said it was exactly how it happened that's exactly what they would do and at, at some point the polynesian population almost got wiped out because the Polynesians themselves started sacrificing each other. Like they started saying, like uh, one of them said, uh, "Pick, you know, pick the my six best men and and uh, for your rifles, and you'll you'll have their heads in like a week." Oh. And so they started turning on each other for that for this competition, and then eventually that stopped and stuff. But it's just a really crazy history in, in oh, the, in the, in the tattoos, man. Trying to bring about. that into nowadays, I don't think I'm going to sacrifice anybody for my tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for tattoos, man. Fast forward into today's tattoo history, man. How'd you get into tattooing? Like, what what got you into it? Uh, got into it because I started getting tattooed. Nice. Uh, thing got I've... some nice ones, by the way. Thank you, thank you. A lot, months of work, man. Months and months of work. Um, I got into tattoos basically in, when I was like 16. Uh, I got my first tattoo above my ankle. Nice. Um, after that, it just started going, you know, little by little after a year, year. I think I started getting severely into it when I started working on my first sleeve, which is my uh, right arm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that was done by Abstracto Tattoos. He works in Cutler, I believe. Okay. So, shout out to him. But basically, he, he, he was basically the main point of how I wanted to get into ta- in tattooing. You know, the way his style is, the way he works, his ethics and all that. That uh, transferred a little bit into me. I didn't really get into tattooing probably more or less uh, two years ago. Nice, man. You know, was, it was one of those things that growing up they told you art ain't going to get you anywhere. Yeah, clearly that those people didn't have any tattoos, right? No. <laughs> so once I started there, I had um, I had one of my friends. She's been tattooing for a lot longer than I have. I think it's been five years now that she's been tattooing. It's uh, Lola. Uh, oh, Glitter Poops. Glitter Poops. There you see. You know. Yeah, she, um, she's amazing. Yeah, she's a great artist. Very, very friendly, caring, and everything. Um, Nobody does watercolors like Lisette, man. I was like, wow. It's it's very different. The way she does <laughs> yeah, it is very like, different. Wow. So she basically knew I wanted to draw because I, I, I bugged her as much as I could whenever I can. For, Ambition? For just, for just drawings. Just not even tattooing. Just drawings, sticking like that. Awesome. I always kept asking her questions about it. And one day at the bend. Thank you, love. Uh, one day at the bend, she was there. 
She told me there was like an apprenticeship going on at Major League Tattoos. Nice. So I went ahead and said, sure. What do I got to lose? You know? And then from there, it just started off like that. Showed my portfolio. I worked my ass off as an apprentice for a little bit more than a year to a couple months. And here we are now. That's amazing, dude. And it's good to see how far you've gotten, man. Trust me, I've, I mean, I've, I've seen you post uh, things over time, mm-hmm. and it's it's you know, they've gotten really good, man. Your line mm-hmm. work, your li- I always look at. I feel like what makes a tattoo artist is their line work. You know, I mean, it, it could be, yeah, it can know, mostly, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, not everybody wants outlines. You know what I mean? The, to, right. If if this is an art thing, guys, if if you want to do realistic drawing like i used to do portraits mm-hmm. you know if you want to do realistic stuff they always teach you don't outline anything yes. because in reality yes. nothing has an outline it's just our shadows that separates the image mm-hmm. so you're not really seeing an outline you're that just seeing yeah exactly mm-hmm. and um you know then the, and there's a there's such a, you, got, you have to think about how dark black is because some people just think oh yeah just make it dark and then how dark is dark you know right the darker your black can be the the lighter your lightest shade will be. It, look, it, it's kind of it's kind of weird, guys. But. It, it gets more into the topic of drawing and art. Yeah, and it, it, tur- it turns into a weird philosophical thing it, at yeah. some point. Yeah, because it, it just turns into like it becomes some Bruce Lee become water type. Movie. You're right. Yeah, you start giving like speeches for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but no, you are on the right ball when it comes to tattooing. Like the some people like outlines, heavy heavy thick outlines. Yeah, and some people like realism, realism. I, man, I've seen people do different types of techniques with that. You know, I mean, after looking at yours, I see you definitely like the realism. Uh, a little bit of both. I, I really love both my arms, man. There's not really anything I can say about anything else. It's just one arm is more abstract than the other one, and you learn both about you know. What, what was tattoo. your What was your first tattoo? My first tattoo was Kingdom Hearts heartless symbol above my ankle, and man, did I think I was a badass that's in high school. Amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. That's that's awesome. Yep, dude. I love Kingdom Hearts, man. And I've seen you've been doing some Kingdom Hearts stuff lately. Yeah, man. I actually have one client. She's getting uh, Heartless with um, the Oblivion Keyblade next The one Monday. you just posted? Yeah. No way. Yeah. That thing looked great, man. Thank Did you, man. Where'd you draw that on? I usually use a, an iPad. You drew it on an iPad? Yeah. You, wow. Yeah. I didn't know the iPad was that advanced with the touchscreen. Uh, yeah, man. The, the, the iPad Pro with uh, the Apple Pen. And... Who needs a Wacom? Yeah, no. You, listen, man, things have become so much simpler now for even anybody. I mean, shout out to Wacom. I, they, they carried me through the, my beginning graphic design days. <laughs> you know, like I, I was definitely using the, the Wacom tablets. They were awesome. But to just draw on an iPad like that, that's pretty. And it looked great. Like the way the, 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 the painting, the digital painting you did. Thank it you. It looked thank really you. nice. Uh, yeah, um, we'll, we'll show it later. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to drop all the images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can find yeah. it there. I have po- my fun I, with my editing. I always post, like, whatever I'm going to tattoo coming up the next day or if I can. Um, you know, give it a little update before I go ahead and tattoo it. Some people can see it, you know. How's the social media game treating you? Good. For podcasting. Fuck. Good, man. I've been getting a lot of um, different people from different locations, man. They hit me up sometimes on... You know, on DMs and everything, and it's crazy for some people. Like, so I've had one person from Atlanta like hit me up. And, wow! Yeah, another person from Washington. They're like, "Oh, we're coming down to Miami." I'm like, "Okay." Sounds great to me. Good. Yeah, bro. Come, come by. <laughs> What's your most uh, complicated tattoo? The most that you've com- done. The most complicated one I have to say right now was the last piece I did, which was a. That's the best. That's the best answer. It's always going to be the last piece. It should always reason. be that way. Yeah, it's always going to be the last piece because there's always a challenge to whatever you're going to do next. Absolutely. Uh, cheers, cheers to that, man. Yeah, man. 
you never know what's coming. And mm-hmm. that's always the biggest challenge. Like, I thought last week when I did uh, Dreamcatcher on a back that that was going to be my most difficult. Until I realized, oh, God, I have a black and gray phoenix to do. And, yeah, I don't know how to attack it. So Black and gray phoenix sounds amazing. I, and here, that's a, my biggest weakness. I am not the black and gray guy. I'm not a black word guy. I stick to watercolor and color. Dude, that's so hard, man. That, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, like I, I give a shout-out to anybody that does black and gray tattoos because it's really not easy. And I'm talking about like getting that real detailed stuff to get that in black and gray. Yeah, no. Wow, man, that's intense, man. Because, you know, when I look at me, you know, I used to draw a lot for anybody. You know, I, I, I don't really do it as much these days. Mm. Uh, nowadays, I just do more stuff for the show or right. my music page or whatever. I do album art <laughs> nowadays. But, um, you know, I used, to, I, used to, I used to do a lot of pencil drawing back in the day, and, mm. and getting a realistic look is really difficult, man. Yeah, especially with black and gray. Oh. Yeah, but you know what color? I was always afraid of color. Really? Why? Just because it's such a difficult thing to... Man, I feel like it takes a like a bion like a, like a like a bionic eye to be able to see color in such a way, man. Like I really envy It's a lot of mixing at the yes. end of the day, you know? Like you I have really to envy that, man. You really have to just go like for for color the way I, I usually attack it, it's basically you have to look each little individual part. Like if I'm looking at your Bowser over there across from you, I'm looking at the spike. I'm looking at the shadow, I'm looking at the side I'm looking at the sides of it, I'm looking at the bottom part of it, and I see like six colors in my head. And those are all colors like just blended on top of each other. And then there you go. And that's and you know and that's the thing. And that's what I was about to get into is the fact like when you look at uh, digital paintings on YouTube and you see people doing that, mm. um, they'll they'll start adding films like a, it'll be a sh- like a sheet of blue and then yes. they'll cover it and then they'll start working within that like so they they find a tint mm-hmm. and then they work within the tint and and some people just go straight around. into it too. It's unbel- yeah, it's it's unbelievable, yeah. dude. Like, like if you know what char- your character is gonna look like, they'll just go ahead and like they'll do a full body. And it doesn't—it doesn't have anything else. It's just like shapes of that one color. So if it's like a person, it's gonna be like peach to them, whatever. Let's go ahead and say it's that. They start off with that, and then they start building shades and everything and tones and all that around. It's intense, dude. Like I just don't have the eye for that, man. I never had the eye for it's that. It's super difficult. I—I I give props to anybody that tries to attack it. I mean, even for me, drawing realistic stuff got tiring after a while. Like for me. I really enjoyed I enjoy drawing because it taught me discipline. You know, it taught me how to just sit there and work on something for a little while and just really, you know, try to perfect something. Uh taught me dedication. But that's a big one. You know, yeah, it's tough. And uh just to sidestep the thing really quick. I think the big uh, I heard this from somewhere one day and it, it changed my whole life, man. It was like the 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 difference between people that become good and great at something creative is, is the fact that some people that are okay or good are people that are people that give up on something for example mm. you play guitar right and you give up you're like ah this is not for me because it's, it's too difficult right people that are great and people that are amazing they look at themselves and they say damn like I'm not great today but I'm getting better right tomorrow let's try this again let's get better I, think I had somebody tell me a great quote for that was basically don't let today change who you are tomorrow absolutely man and that's mm-hmm, exactly man because we always get life gives us a cool opportunity man when you learn from up, each day yeah dude every time i wake up man i look around and i'm just like ah, here we are again i love it you know right i, I really do look around and, and I, I soak it in. i listen to what i can hear at the moment Mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, I'm, even if it's just my cat in his litter box, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh, this is happening. I'm, try, I'm trying moment. to figure out what you can learn from that moment. But okay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> really? Um, my cat is a very clean, 
litter box cat. So cheers to him. Thank you for being that way, buddy. Um, <laughs> tattoos, man. Did you, did you ever watch Miami Ink back in the day? No, actually, I didn't. I started off watching uh, Ink Master for like the first season. Oh wow! Yeah, man, I didn't get into the whole TV thing. I mean, you know what? From Miami Ink was a wave. You know when it when it when it showed up. Uh, on TV, yeah, it, was, it was on TLC, I believe. Yeah, right, yeah, it was with and, Jamie Allen and uh, yes. Oh my God, Cat Von D was in it. Cat Von D was there. It was the uh, Ami James. It was Chris something. Chris. I Chris Tucker, yeah, he's the guy that's uh, not Chris Tucker. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Do you understand? The <laughs> yeah, no, no, he was definitely not Nick. Uh, <laughs> Miami, the famous tattoo artist. Oh uh, no, Chris, uh, he's um. He's one of the judges on Ink Master. Yeah, Chris, some, some like some like American oh, last name. He'll probably see this and fucking kill us after this one. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he was on it, and Jamie was on it, and then Cav on D. I remember was being on it for a couple times. Um, yeah, no, I mean those TV shows, man. I never really got into it because it, it doesn't really show you the real side of it. Elaborate on that. I would like to hear. That. Okay, so for a TV show, you have moments where they they fast forward a tattoo yeah, yeah yeah they don't show the customer's face you don't really have the connection with the customer and that's why i brought it up that's why it's probably the greatest thing is because on tv it can all be fake yeah acting you know how much money do they pay these people to go ahead and be like oh my god it hurts and they start crying and they start making it dramatic but then it needs to be like you don't really know how a person reacts it's true it's so true. tv really hides a lot the show is there to sell you something. Yes, that's true. which is tattooing at the end of the day. That's yeah. what they're trying to sell. They're trying to, and these artists are trying to sell their art at the same time, which is not a bad marketing. No, but it's not for everybody. And I don't know, TV, the TV programs, it's I cool never, to watch. What was Ink Master? I never saw that. Was Ink that a competition. Show? Yeah, it was a competition. Okay, show. so I see why that. I see why that one sounds lame because that to me already that sounds lame. Mm. Miami Ink was actually really cool because the whole show was about the stories. Yeah, it was their life. Which yeah, which I thought well, it was the the cuz yeah, it was their life, but it was also the people that would come in, mm. they would all have a different story for why they got the they tattoo. They got the tattoo. And that was the main thing and and sometimes it would get emotional and sometimes you know, it was it was like one guy got a Crown Royal bottle, you know, tattooed on him, you know, Crown Royal whiskey. He got a tattoo I hope he that. was the owner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, just for him it meant something and they went it was it was ridiculous, but they went through the whole story of it and it was actually really nice. Um I thought I thought that show was really cool. I knew obviously you could tell when there were times that they kind of TV'd it up, mm -hmm. but I thought it was just interesting how that show lit a fire under everybody's ass to get tattoos. And the thing is, that show came around uh, that show came around the time that we went from like middle school to high school. So you're talking about what 2008? Uh, four to six. Oh no, I was still in middle school, so yeah, so. yeah, you know, so around those those times, you know, because and and for me, I was I was still in middle school around four uh, 2004, but by 2006 and seven, I was in high school, and it was that little time period, those those little mm -hmm. crunch of years, when smartphones rolled in, yep. and uh, Ed Hardy was popular, <laughs> and Ed Hardy. The only reason why I bring up Ed Hardy is the fact that the whole brand is old school, uh, old fashioned tattoos. Mm. That's what Ed Hardy is. It's just old uh, sailor tattoos, basically. Yep. And, you know, when I think about what was popular at that time, it's really interesting to think that Miami Inc. helped launch that trend. And uh, when I was in high school, I remember a lot of people were getting into tattooing. And shout out to all of them because they've all continued that, that passion, you know. Mm -hmm. And they still and I know a lot of friends with tattoos still to this day. And cheers to them. 
I've seen a lot of people improve over time. People that you know, maybe I didn't even. I thought maybe they would give it up after five months. You know, they've they've kept Habits. it up. Yeah, I mean they've kept it up. You know, five plus years. So so shout Good. out to everybody. Yeah. I do remember certain people going insane and getting their whole bodies tattooed. Like <clears> when they were, <throat> by the time they were nineteen, Jesus, and just thinking like, hmm. Like, where are you going to go from here? How are you going to get any of that covered? All right, you're basically stuck in high school. What, what, yeah. what are you going to go for? Yeah, yeah cause it, basically because I'm like, man, like, if you get your whole body tattooed by the time you're 19, like, what other room do you have left? See, you're going, you're going off the idea they're getting, they're already at their body. You know, it sucks now. Have these kids that come in here, 18, 17, mm. they have one tattoo and they already want to get a face tattoo. <laughs> Face tattoos. Have you gotten any face tattoo requests? Yeah, I did, and I told the kid to walk out. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I have, I have, a, and this is a personal strict rule. This is not a shop rule. This is not anything else but I me. Would, go ahead. Um, if you do not have at least eighty to seventy percent of your body tattooed, I will not put a face tattoo to save hey, my life. Hey, cheers for that. I like that. You know, because you know what? If anybody, if anybody, and it's not. Listen, folks. It's not about the person wanting what they want. It's about the artist being comfortable putting an impression on somebody. Right. You know, because your tattoo is also a signature. Yes. And, and ironically, you know, we talk about history and stuff. The Polynesians and the, the people that we were talking about earlier in history, uh, a lot of the time their tattoos meant so much to them. Uh, it, it was the Maori, the Maori from New Zealand, hmm. uh, the tribe. They, they were the ones that originated face tattoos. Oh, shit. Full circle. <gasps> Anyway, that just blew my own mind. Um, they actually, when they would have peace treaties and stuff within tribes, they would actually sign these treaties with the design of their face tattoo because that's how much they meant to them. So a face sure. tattoo is a huge commitment. Yes. Uh, full, back to what back to today, uh, it makes a lot of sense, man, because you, when you, if somebody makes fun of that tattoo later, if that thing becomes a meme and everybody's laughing at that person, you do not want to be the guy that tattooed that well, on him. The worst thing about it, too, is that these kids are coming in, they're asking for face tattoos based off other rappers. Mm. So I think some of the most common ones we got is... And, Clout chasers. Yeah, dude. It's they, they get, like, respect across their eyebrow, the teardrop, the... I don't know some other stuff like some other rappers will have, and they the worst part is they actually ask for it to look exactly like the rappers. That's crazy, which man. makes no sense because the rapper has a completely destroyed tattoo on their face. If you've seen it, it looks untaken care of. It looks blown out. I mean, I mean, respect to everybody that wants what they want. Okay, oh, First of course. Of all, but at the same time, like if those people, if you're not on their payroll, man, what the what are you getting tattooed on you? Right, from right. somebody, from some rapper dude that that just uses you as a. I mean, they can go, listen on their Spotify paycheck. Or they whatever. can go ahead and get whatever they're tattooed on them because of the fact is they're already at the end. They're they're kind of like at the end point of their life. You know, these people are making what millions of bucks. Yeah, yeah. True. So what, what do what do we care if they get a face tat? Yeah. We're just gonna look at them and be like, "Oh, he still makes music." I'm gonna care about the kid walking next to me that's gonna have a face tat. He's not making music. He's not doing anything. He's just a kid in high school. Yeah, you know, that's and... intense, man. You ever gotten anybody who's underage and their their parents come and they all do the, the... the time? <laughs> I don't even have to have you finish that. I know exactly what you're saying. They start begging for a tattoo. They start begging for this. The consent form, dude. I have to give them a consent form every time. And you know what the worst part is? It's not even the kid that gets mad. It's the parent. About the consent form? Yes. Why? Because the thing is, for us, the consent form, you have to go get it notarized. Okay. By a public notary. Okay, okay, okay. So that's already like a big issue for some parents. They're like, oh my God, I have to go do this now? Well, your daughter's 
underage. It's like, listen, as much as you don't feel like being responsible right now, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, exactly. So they get mad. They don't want to go get it. Mind you, for us, at least, luckily, there's a notary right down the shop. Ah, smart move. Smart move. Wow. So, but uh, still, that's an issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a huge thing. I mean, you know, it's funny. When I got my ear pierced, this is my mom's idea. Okay. Funny thing, I, I was, I was uh, 16, 17. Okay. And uh, your mom made you get your ear pierced? Oh, she, well, she didn't make me, but she asked me, she asked me if I ever would. It was, it was really funny. I had just cut my hair. I had really I had long hair for a while, as I do again now. And I had just cut it at the time. God bless you. And, <laughs> yeah, and it was just, yeah, and it was just funny because I was like, ah, whatever. You know, I, I cut my hair, and my mom all of a sudden was like, hey, would you ever get an ear piercing? I was like, yeah, why not? Mm. I was like, maybe just one. And she's like, would you, would you really get one? I was like, yeah. She's like, you want to get one, like, right now? I was like, what are you, what are you, like, what are you talking about? She's like, you want to go to the mall and go get one? I was like, let's go. Oh, God. Yeah, and we went. That's when you went to Claire's. Oh, we went to the icing. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the the cousin of Claire's. Oh, God. Li- literally did, the sister company. Did they use the gun? They did use the gun. Oh, you poor soul. <laughs> yeah, I got, I, got, I got gun pierced. How bad did that hurt? It didn't hurt that bad. Really? Yeah. I've seen so many bad, like, piercings done because of the gun. I, I've seen... I've Okay. I've not seen, but I, I've I've known the gun to get stuck. Yes, or like just leave you with a gap in your ear, like you already have a gauge ready to go. Uh, which that is like, I've never seen, but oh, no, man. the gun. I mean, it just happened, and I was like, all right, you know, it's, that's fine. And, and I, it just I like happened. the I like the needle more. I, I don't have any piercings, but I, from what I've seen at the shop, I, I like. The I mean, looking more. back at it, I'm thinking about how thick the gun, yeah. is, the 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 piercing gun is. Thinking about how thick that shit is. I would rather just take the needle. I, when I watched the Parent Trap and they did it with the needle and the the ice, yes, and then put the apple there. Yeah, seems it seems smooth, right? <laughs> I was like, that seems less painful than what I. But but, and not as a whatever. But it it didn't hurt that bad though. I don't know. Maybe maybe it, cheers, cheers maybe it looks now, maybe it looks worse than it is. But it, it, I don't know. Um, I, but that was definitely my mom's idea. So, so shout out to her for my one body modification. I have no tattoos. None. I have none. Oh wow, man! I don't have any. I've always thought about it. And you know what's funny? I think that was uh, if I if I could ask anybody that I know from middle school and high school, they'd probably they'd be like, "Wow, you don't have any tattoos!" Like, I'm sure they would have thought I'd have a bunch by now. Yeah, and from what I remember back then, you used to be like the biggest rocker with the guitar and everything. <laughs> you know. So I was like, "Oh man, this guy's probably tatted up already from like." Head to toe. Nope. <laughs> He's clean. I never got any, man. It's funny because I, I think I would always th- think about being a tattoo artist before getting any tattoos. Which, I mean, I think, you know, if you're a tattoo artist, I'd find it... Is there other, I'm sure there are tattoo artists that don't have any, but... I got one at the shop. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's got to be interesting. I got one at the shop and then... Actually, no, it's, I got three at the shop. And yeah. I only say three because, like, one of them actually doesn't have at all. The other two have, like, two on them or uh, one. And it's like... I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you're not really tatted. Yeah, like if you don't have any tattoos at all and you're a tattoo artist, that must be interesting. That must be like, that must be like, you know, I don't know, that must be like a, it's like being a divorce lawyer and having like shitty marriages, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like, man, what do your, what do your clients think of it? Look, man, I, I wanted to, I if, if it wasn't for the fact that I met these people, I would have agreed with you probably a couple months ago. 
But after seeing the work that these kids, yeah, you know, dude, man, you know. listen, I, I seen this. I seen the one guy at the shop that he has no tattoos at all, and dude, that guy does lines like laser beams. I was just, I was about to say, at the end of the day, their work will speak for itself. Exactly. And I'm sure they're there it's for always, a reason. Yeah, it's always that. It's their work. Yeah. No matter how many tattoos they have, they can have nothing at all. You know, I mean, it's better for them. You don't judge a book by a cover, right? Yeah. So you look at him, you're like, oh, he probably works at you know a regular store, or, like does something, you know, right? No, he's a tattoo artist. <laughs> wow, man, that's kind of great. I mean, shout out to them. That's that's kind of huge. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's kind of a cool selling point too, right? I feel like that's a very marketable Dude, thing. I have even my own customers that come in. And I'm starting to tattoo them. They'll see them walk around. They're like, bro. Do they have any tattoos on them? I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, I I personally, I mean, I know I look like a tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I sell it. I sell it like it is, man. <laughs> but That's why I have the stupid haircut. I'm like, somebody's got to think I do something weird <laughs> for a living. I don't know. I think if I had my old hair back then, I still, I think it would make me look worse. <laughs> Even though being Bald and bearded is still not a... Nah, it's yeah. the look, man. It's, that's Kratos, man. It's the God of War. Oh, yeah. Just with a fatter belly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I want to be looking at people and going when I tattoo them. Boy. Come Boy. <laughs> Boy simulator. <laughs> oh, man. Tattoos, man. You know what's funny? Interest, uh, I guess I'm, we're going to be sprinkling tattoo history throughout this episode. Oh, no, that's great. This is better for me. Uh, <laughs> learn more about my own culture. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Well, you know, the, the Japanese back in the day when... Now, when the Christians and the Catholics were kind of banning tattoos, mm. uh, the Japanese at the very same time were actually using them. Uh, there was a certain dynasty, I don't know what or where or when, well, I know it's in Japan, but they actually outlawed decorative kimonos. Only royalty and people of high level could wear decorative, really? nice-looking kimonos. And the, the mm. you know, the not the lower people, you know, for this story's sake. They got extremely upset about that, and they actually decided to start tattooing themselves underneath their kimonos to say, you know what, you, you're telling us that we can't wear anything on the outside? Well, we're going to go ahead and tattoo ourselves and get these extremely decorative sense. dragons and phoenixes and all the things they were getting, cranes. That makes a lot of sense compared yeah. to their history now. And they got those tattoos, and they got them uh, right under your sleeve, and that way, everything that you would normally wear, you could never tell they had the tattoo. And it became a part of their culture, actually, mm -hmm. to uh, when they, they revealed, like, if let's say, you know, you were going to, like, have sex or something like that. You know, when you revealed those tattoos, it was actually a huge moment in their culture, because you weren't supposed to show that to anybody mm -hmm. until, you were, until they were ready at a certain time. So they were much more symbolic at that time. And uh, later... Uh, the Yakuza, which is like the Japanese mafia, they actually started getting a bunch of things tattooed on them as the, as like a symbol of their uh, you know criminal uh, commitment because you know they, they lived a very different lifestyle, so they would get dragons and tigers right. and things tattooed on them that would represent like strength and and uh, you know like yeah full body suits basically yeah so it's very so you know Japanese history you know very interesting that yeah. Some people may have, uh, and I, I knew somebody who, I used to see this one person uh, smoke a cigarette outside of their job all the time, mm. and one day uh, I noticed something that they were wearing, they had a full back sleeve, and I could never, or full back sleeve, how, how funny, a full back tattoo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, a full, full back tattoo. It was it was it was incredible. I couldn't believe, it was a, it was a dragon tattooed you know, on their whole back. You know, it's crazy, it's also the way they used to tattoo those tattoos back then. The mm -hmm. Japanese style, uh, t 
tattooing itself has changed completely with the machines and everything, but they had the they had like the little stick. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they just go ahead and they'll do full back pieces with the stick. Insane, dude. Yeah. Um painful. No, extremely painful. And oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't with a stick. That's uh, Tibetan. Uh, the other one was, it's basically... Where they knock it into you, right? Yeah. Yeah, where they knock that. Yeah, it's like the, it's like a weird... It looks like a rake. And then they yes, just, like, knock yeah. it into you. Yeah. They'll do both, basically. I mean, it's it's the same concept. It's just hitting hitting your body with... Yeah, yeah, no, with I, a sharp I, point. looks so painful. Uh, they know, still the, do it today. You know, the tattoo machine was not invented until 1891. Really? Uh, what's going on, everybody, in the chat? I hope everybody's doing well today. Sorry, I thought... Let me refresh my page, because maybe my chat is behind. But, welcome, everybody, to, the, to episode 63 of Shut Up, Let's Talk. We've been so busy having a rad conversation, we haven't even had time to check in on the chat. I hope everybody's doing well today. What do you think of your first podcast today, my friend? Man, it's great. I'm a little nervous about it, but... Hey, <laughs> hey man, well, as long as you're having a good time. Yeah, man, no beer... Wow, wow, dude. Hey, I'm so sorry, man. You know what's funny? I just refreshed the page, and there was so much stuff coming in on the chat. Oh, really? I did not. No. Well, oh, thank you, the lovely Claudia, for letting me know about the chat. Guys, I'm so sorry. You guys have been talking to me for so long, and I've not seen any of these messages. Uh, Daniel in the chat says, these conversations with customers, right? Uh, I bet they're deep ones. And Issa in the chat earlier said, thoughts on black work, which you said you thought was very difficult. Yeah. And shout out to them. Uh, Elliot Gonzalez in the chat says, David... With a bunch of exclamation points. Okay. Hey, they know me. They know me from. The, they know my government name. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, which is funny because when I when I talk to you with the lovely Claudia, I always call you by that name because uh, that's how I know you. As yeah, no, it, it, that's perfectly fine. That's what everybody calls yeah. me at the bend. That's what everybody calls me at work. I keep it like that. It's normal and it makes me hide my government name so that way no hey. one goes ahead. But Elliot, uh, Ruben, I will find you. <laughs> Ruben, uh, Ruben Espinosa in the chat says, "Damn, bro, congrats on the shop." Uh, BRBC. Not not really my shop, but thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, I can, even just the fact that you're working at one, man, yeah, is yeah. amazing, dude. Yeah, it's, it's usually difficult to work at one if you don't have a portfolio of yeah. tattooing. So, yeah, no, no, thank you. Danny Portal in the chat gives us a big thumbs up. So, right back at you, my friend. Cheers to you. Um, Ruben also says, I'm in, doing awesome, which well, actually, I'm sure he was talking about you doing awesome. Okay. And he thank says, you. Woot in the chat. Thank you. Sorry, guys, for ignoring the chat for a bit. I didn't see any messages coming in. I thought it was just a quiet night. Uh, anyway. Oh, long conversation we were having the whole time, too. Man. That was amazing, man. It's actually almost, we're already almost in on the hour. Oh, really? Minutes. Okay, We're about cool. 10 minutes away from the hour, which is insane. Wow. Felt like 15 minutes. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rush of the podcast. I oh, love man. It. So, you know, earlier we were talking about the Japanese Yakuza, uh, which is like the Japanese mafia, and they used to hide these tattoos, and mm -hmm. that, was a, that was a big part of their life, man. So it, it's very, it's interesting to see where... Uh, tattoos and culture lie yep. uh, in today's culture do you feel like tattoos where do you think they where do you where do you think they where do you think they are in today's society you think it's like extremely normal i i believe they are yes and i also believe it's changed from the whole thing about being mafia or gang related or anything yeah, right. negative that people believe that Absolutely. it is back then nowadays it's more art mm -hmm. you know you're gonna see big pieces small pieces extreme detailed pieces that look like a painting on somebody nowadays which it separates from the mindset of what people have back then that you look at a tattoo and you're like oh you must be in the gang oh you must have done some time yeah you know obviously you go ahead and get the same tattoo somebody did in prison yeah, yeah. but you know but definitely it's changed completely for the better it, you know it's interesting that you, you mentioned those things and we and throughout the podcast I didn't you know all the history stuff I'm talking about today I didn't know until you know maybe four hours ago which I just you know I just listened to it all which is insane because 
when we when you mention what you just said, which is you know being in a gang or being in prison, mm. I guess that is the origin of tattoos, you know, and that's the history. Horrible of them. to say it, but yeah. So that's very. It's you know, and even uh, I didn't mention this, but tattoos also were extremely popular within people that worked at circuses. Yep. Uh, you know that that used to be an attraction. Is like a woman that was extreme uh, that was covered in tattoos all over. That was like a. We still used to be now. a circus attraction. We still have that now. Yeah, unfortunately, right? Yeah, you have like the well, lizard no, guys in and a good stuff. in a good way. Um, t- tattoo conventions, you'll see people like the lizard oh, man. Yeah, well, he well he's amazing though. The guy got his tongue split and he has like the the, the piercings up and down his thing. Yep. He, he's amazing. Yeah, the lizard man, also the jigsaw guy. Uh, he's covered in complete blue jigsaws. Oh, I haven't seen that at all. Yeah, man, That's amazing. But these guys do it because they love what they do and they they love the 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 attention. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I think it's. I'm the kind of person that I look at art. Art has been a part of my life, as pretentious as it sounds. Art has been a part of my life forever, you mm-hmm. know, as long as I can think of, man. Like, that's my way to to communicate, you know. And uh, tattoos for a lot of people are as expression. Yes, that's how they want to express. They want they want you to see a certain symbol and then know that that's a part of their life or they're part of their thing, you know. And that's just they don't. It's not like they're shouting it at you. They're just that's just it's it's an it's a form of expression. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I think about art, man, like it's 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 a Tattoos are beautiful, dude. It, it's it's an amazing yeah, way are. to be able to show commitment to something, to an idea, to a symbol, to a, a, a picture. Uh, a lot of people get their you know family members tattooed on them after they've passed. Uh, you know the the Hawaiians back in the day when they used to lose people, they used to get three dots tattooed on their tongue. Ouch. Yeah, which sounds very yeah, but you know that was their way to mourn the death of people. And very uh, interesting, okay. man. Uh, Ruben in the chat says shout. Shout out, R.I.P. Stan Lee. Stan Lee did just pass. A lot of he people did. do get Marvel tattoos. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been going ahead and they're doing like half price, uh, half priced on. Uh, excuse me, I can't even talk right now. Half priced <laughs> on, half priced on uh, Marvel tattoos or Stan Lee portraits. Uh, wow. Yeah, man. Shout you think, out to him. you think that's cool or is that a sellout moment or you think that's alright? Yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, I get the marketing idea, but I mean, obviously, as an artist, I would have loved to have done a Stan Lee picture of him or some cartoon version of him i mean it's just to go ahead and have like some painting of him walking around because he he is he is a legend at the end of the day man well i mean uh, he he really is a walt disney in his own right he is he mm-hmm. is a, just a different kind of walt disney you yeah. know man the, the the universes that guy opened up i mean shout out to stan lee i mean you know thank you ruben for bringing it up but yeah like stan lee two seconds on stan lee he I got major respect for that guy, man. Dude, because the guy, yeah, the guy and, was the creator for all our childhood. Dude, and I was just telling my, uh, my girlfriend the other day that like he he the X Men was completely about people with mental illnesses, mm-hmm. and, and uh, that was a story. The X Men was the story of, of mental illness. It was people that that you know were kind of uh, casted out of society, mm-hmm. looked at as uh, different, uh, not made to fit in. And it was them trying to find their own world and be accepted, man. I thought that was amazing. And and for the '60s or whenever X Men was in, in, introduced, really progressive. Yeah. And I and I love that kind of stuff because that's what I try to do on the show. I, I like to I want to break down some stuff and, and really talk about, you know, I don't know. I like I like to talk about things that other people maybe dismiss or, or don't think en- enough about or actually want to talk about or, yeah. or and, and don't get the chance to. I love it. So so, shout out to Stan Lee. Absolutely, yes. Uh, Ruben says for me, Stan Lee was Uncle Ben, and I was Ooh. really upset that they didn't mention Uncle Ben in home- Homecoming. Ouch! <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. I'm not really. You know, I, 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 no- I, I get the I get the connection, but ouch, man. 
you yeah. call your Uncle Ben. That's rough, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I obviously know who Uncle Ben is. That is Spider-Man's uncle. Adoptive uncle. Uh, who did who did die from a, a robbery, I believe. Yeah. Right? Or like some sort of murder. Uh, no, it, it was, was intense, a, man. It was a robbery turned murder. Yeah, it was intense. I mean, it was Stanley, it, it hurt to see it because you know what? I've seen a lot of people say, like, we've been waiting, you know, not we've been waiting, but we've been expecting this any day now, and that's a very mean way to put it, but you knew that it was coming, because you right. knew that he was, he's, 90, he's 95. Yeah, you, you don't last that long after that. 95. So she, I mean, he's a Crazy thing is, too, is his wife died last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, it's scary. You think of the whole marriage thing, it's like, when one person wow, dies, yeah. the other one's, like, right behind it. Yeah, you know, the... the Chills. I mean, you know what? It is? Happiness is a happiness is a drug, man. I think we should all be high on it all the time, man. Yep. Uh, it's a tough one, but happiness is a. I always say, thank you. You want a beer? No, nah, man. I'm gonna say, my. <laughs> I always say happiness is a muscle, man. You got to exercise it, dude. It's, it's a tough one. Um. Anyway, man. So you know what? Let's uh, let's close up on the show, man. So what's the uh, what's the Sorry, man. Ruben also says, I had the chance to meet him last year. That's amazing. I had to say that. So, uh, what's the future of what Churo, the tattoo artist? Just hoping to, hoping to own my shop one uh, day. You know, just have a little place by myself and just doing what I love, man. I mean, just tattooing, creating art. That's pretty much the main goal. You ever really? thought about making videos, man? Hey, man, if I can, that'd be great. I mean, usually in the tattoo business, you have to do more than just tattoo. Yeah, right. You gotta gotta like yeah. market yourself in a certain way. I bet, yeah, right? You do YouTube videos. You do yeah. your own videos. I mean, that's that's the thing about the competition with tattooing. You know, everybody's doing something different, so you have to like keep up with them and try to go ahead and compete with them. And it's yeah. This is, this is me shouting out ideas, but it'd be really cool. I would love to see a show, mm-hmm. and I've never seen one, so maybe you could be that guy. Right? Uh, I'd love to see a show, just like Miami Inc. Mm-hmm. Right, where they talked. When it was just. It's a live stream session of tattoos, and you just—it's a live stream of the conversation between the tattoo artist and the, you know, the customer basically, right? With the client, yeah. and uh, I'll tell anybody who's going to be getting tattooed with me, man. You'll have a fun time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I try to make a joke, and I try to make you scared at all <laughs> the same time. <laughs> I'm horrible, man. I mean, I, I like to freak my my client out right before we go ahead and start tattooing. So the next thing you know, they'll be like, "Wow, you're an asshole. You lied to me. This doesn't hurt at all." <laughs> But that's the best way to do it, man. Yeah, like, man. I mean, it, it'd be great to have a TV show where they show, like, I'm not just talking about just walking into the shop. Yeah. I mean, show what happens to a person after they leave the shop. That's where real reality kicks in. Because I can go ahead and be one person when I'm at the shop, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? I'll be your best friend. Don't talk to me when I get home. Because <laughs> you're, you're done, right? Oh, day. man, I want to clock out. I mean, I'm, I'm you live your life like everybody else, man. You go to work. I and mean, if you, you turn it into a job, it is one, right? Right, and sometimes yeah. you have to. I mean, even though you love what you do, you kind of have to keep that connection there, you know, at the same time. But definitely a show that shows onset and offset would probably be a real reality show. There you go, man. And you know what? The thing is for, for podcasters, man, like not podcasters, but for podcast listeners, mm-hmm. it's okay to have a one- or two-hour show. Because those people are, I mean, they're at work listening to it. And a lot of the time, people listen to podcasts when they're on the way to work, when mm-hmm. they're stuck in traffic, when they're at work, when they're in the bathroom, when they're taking a shower. It's during times True. when they're just, they just want something to listen to. And so if I, I highly recommend if you ever get a chance to do that, man, I, I would I would, I would, love to see a, a live stream of a, of a tattoo session, two, three hours, and just, and just let no, the mics roll and just idea. talk, man. 
I think it'd be I think it'd be a lot of fun. So great uh, idea. If you ever get a chance to do it, man, go, go oh, for, for sure. it. Man. And I, if you ever need help doing it, I'll help you do it, man. No, you know, that's the you know, why not? It's homie help. You know what I mean? <laughs> for uh, sure, man. Thank you so much for for joining us on episode. Oh man, hey, today, thank you for having friend. me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you for being here, man. So, uh, Churro, man, Tattoo Artist Churro. It's been an amazing episode today. Uh, if the, uh, my name is Alzar, guys. If you'd like to follow me, it's at Alzar Chand on Twitter. It's, if you guys want to follow the show, it's at Shut Up, Let's Talk. All over the interglobe, the webosphere, the internet. The internet. If the uh, if the folks want to follow you, my friend, where can they follow you? You can and follow me at ChuroPole on Instagram or ChuroPole on Facebook. You can also follow the shop page, which is Major League Tattoos. On Instagram and on Facebook as well. Absolutely, my man. So go ahead and book book a session with uh, my man Churro, man. The, the work is getting amazing, dude. Thank you, so, brother. So Appreciate shout out that. to you, my man. You're doing good work, man. You, I saw you do a, uh, a lemon and a lime recently. Yeah, man. You can find that and in that the was bench. So <laughs> yeah, and that was so random, but when I saw it, that was for uh, Caro? No, oh, both, actually. It was either uh, Caro or Sam. There you go. One of those two. They both have uh, lemon limes on them and, and dude, like, different you know, styles. I, you know what the... You know what the funny thing is? I saw the tattoo on Instagram, and I didn't know that it was you. Really? I did not know. And I was like, oh, this looks really nice. And I saw it, and then when I uh, searched a little more on the page, it was you. So cheers to that. Thank you, man. Appreciate that's it. That's always the biggest uh, thing was when you don't know where the greatness is coming from. Happens. So anyway, folks, uh, if you guys want to follow the show, go ahead and do that. Folks, thank you so much for joining us on episode 63 of Shut Up, Let's Talk. It's been a great time. Until next Wednesday, folks, we will see you. We'll see you there. Love, peace, chicken, grease. Look both ways before you cross the street, guys. And gals. And dogs and cats in between. And everything else. And everything else, right? Deers, horses. Oh. Alrighty, folks. Uh, I clearly have too many beers. I'm talking about deers and horses. <laughs> Later, folks.